Hello everybody. It is that time of year. The time of year where people get together and exchange gifts, ideas, and other things. It's also the time of year where holiday specials are put out. And for better or worse. So here's ours. Rules for the game that we played are going to be linked in the description. This is December 16th, 2018. The Christmas holiday cheer episode with Happy Little Elves. The happiest. Well, we're going to see where that gets us. So as they say, it was the week before Christmas and all through the North Pole, everything was really fucking cold. What we have here is a little bit of an unusual circumstance up in the North Pole, because there are some elves that might think that something is afoot. So I would ask each of our little elves... What have they found out in their little daily travels that makes them think something's just a little bit off up here in the North Pole? Start from left to right, I guess. Who's on the left? That's you. Oh, well, Gingerbread Cookie has been traveling far and wide, finding the best ginger and flour and sugar for his gingerbread cookies. And he has found that there has been a blight on the ginger all across the world, is being used for teas and for ales and for beers, but not for cookies. And to Gingerbread Cookie, the cookie of his namesake, this is very strange indeed. Goody Snowflake, as Rapper-in-Chief, has noticed that um, there's not as many gifts that have to be wrapped this year. It's down. Gift wrapping is down about 20%, which doesn't make sense. We, You know, what, what what's happening? There hasn't been a shortage in gift wrapping like this since the years of the plague. Oh my god, too soon. Evergreen is a lumberjack or um, elf who's uh, lost his axe, so he needs to go back to um, the North Pole to get his axe. So he hasn't really found anything askew other than a missing axe, which he's never lost before. And uh, Tensel Von Sparkle works for the S&S department, the socks and sweater department, where she knits all the sweaters and socks that the kids get. And they usually have enough wool, but she found that they're running low on the yarn. So she's wondering where it all went because she had exactly enough. I bet she's feeling pretty sheepish now. Yes. Oh, this is what I've signed myself up for. I'm. It is. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. That was great. (laughs) So you guys have all of these complaints and confusions and things that have gone different than every other Christmas that you guys have been preparing for. And somehow it seems to be that only you four elves have really known all of your other elf kin that you've talked to haven't seen anything abnormal with it. For example, when you bring up the fact that there are no, that the gingerbread cookies aren't being made, they're just like, well, people really like chocolate chip. Oatmeal raisin is in this year. There's a lot of people who are gluten-free now, so there's other options. Your fellow wrapping elves are pointing towards things like the internet and social media to make it easier to find out who who is being naughty and who is being nice. Your axe, well, that's probably a little bit more of a personal embarrassment. Maybe they just recalled them and they're now all going to be supplying with 
magical chainsaws. And now it's socks and sweaters. They're looking for more designer brands for their gifts. All of this capitalism is kind of just pulling them away from these hand-knitted things. Somehow or another, they keep trying to explain it away, but those answers really don't uh, really don't land with you guys. Maybe there's something in the air. Santa is around, but he doesn't have as much time to talk to all of his elves as he used to. Only his highest of tier elves are are getting regular audiences with him. Usually earlier in the year, anybody can approach Santa because he's Santa. Even last year, you could still approach Santa, but something is is going on this year that's got him worried or distracted or too busy to meet with just any old elf. And as he is the source of all Christmas magic, well, he's a pretty important person. I'm trying to think on how I can just drop you guys all together in some kind of secret elf union meeting. And maybe that's just what it is. Let me get a terrible Christmas elf name from my random internet generators. Rabble Rouser? No, this one's this one's pretty pretty terrible. A a second level like three down from the big man himself, Elf is collecting reports from all of your different departments. His name is Snowball Mittenlove. And he's kind of got you guys all together with a several of your other elves that are taking, um, that are giving reports on things like how many packages they've gotten wrapped, how many trees are out there being delivered, the cookie count, how many, uh, fuck words, man, maybe I'm going to have to edit this episode as I completely shit the bed on what's going on there. Man, there's the record scratch and everything. Right? It just completely gone. Well, um, I mean, if we're talking about the, the cookie count, it's going to be how many cookies are on each plate with the milks uh, waiting for Santa. What is the composition of those cookies? Who's the manufacturer? Are they home-baked? Are they store-bought? These are all very important things. The shelf elves have kind of had problems getting their reports back to let you know these kinds of things. And since Santa is, once again, the source of all Christmas magic, he needs those cookies to keep his magical reserves up. So you find yourselves in this meeting with a bunch of other elves with Snowball Mittenlove taking your reports. What would you guys like to do? Well, um, <clears throat> Goody will ask uh, Snowball Mittenglove, um, what, you know, what are we going to do about this? How are we going to fix this? I mean, if it keeps going down each year, we'll all, you know, we'll we'll be out of work and then, you know, we don't won't have jobs, and then where are we going to go? You're just worried about being downsized? Yeah. Okay. As, as Aspirations wants to be head tree decorator, this isn't good. No, no, this is not good at all. So you're trying to get him to take your uh, your concern seriously? Yes. yes. Alright. Do you think you're being naughty, or that you're being nice when you're doing this? Oh gosh, I think I'm probably being naughty because, because yeah, when she gets ambitious, she'll she'll start to not be as nice as she normally would be. All right. Do you feel like you are prepared, or that you are an expert for this conversation with Mister Snowball? I am prepared. I feel she's an expert. Yeah. What am I rolling? I imagine you've also been preparing yourself for this meeting. 
So mm-hmm. that would give you 3d6. And you want to roll under your number. I want to roll under. Yeah. So it's greater than... No. I want to do the same one that Evergreen just did, right? With the... Right? Uh, okay. Just like that. Yes! So the good news is, is you barely manage it. So he's going to be happy to... He listens to your complaint and your concern. He listens to... Probably the rest of you might also have a little bit of concern that he bring that you bring up. He is going to ask you to stay afterwards of this little meeting, and he's going to try and get somebody that try to push it up the chain. But you're going to have to wait here together until he can go and try and find somebody. Which, after the rest of your meeting goes through, is going to leave the four of you in this room as I'm going to go ahead and assume that everybody else raised up similar concerns after Goody brought out some of her probably less than Christmassy ideas, but you can see that she is actually going to get a audience with uh, somebody up the chain. All I want is my axe. Why is it so hard to get an axe? You know, if we work together, we can find your axe, and we can figure out what is wrong with Christmas. I, I guess... I just, I want my axe so I can cut more um, trees. That's what I do. I just need my axe. Without it, I feel kind of naked. Well, you don't look kind of naked. Well, okay. You know, if you feel naked, I could just knit you up a sweater really quickly. She could knit you up a sweater! Um, well, I'm fine for now. I'll, it's warm in here. So I'll, I'll, no sweater, thank you. Just let me know. I'm ready. I could bake you a cookie in the shape of an axe. It may not cut down a tree, but it'll be delicious. Um, maybe next time. So a little bit of time will pass, and you guys will be in this room, and nobody will come back to get you. And then the light will go off as though somebody is shutting down the room because it's no longer in use. Um, they they forgot about us? I think they did. Oh, great. Oh, no. Again. Again? Yeah, yesterday this happened to me, too. I waited in line for an axe. Didn't get it. And the day before that, I waited in the line, and then they shut down. And it's, um, yep. I hate coming back to the North Pole. They always forget about me here. Oh, by Kringle's reindeer, we have to do something. On the, the statement of we have to do something, what are you guys going to do? I I feel the uh, primal need to bake a cookie. Well, sadly, there's nothing in here to bake a cookie with. What are you, How are you going to bake your cookie? I have a magic rolling pin, which always makes it a perfect cookie. Oh, yeah? And what kind of cookie are you going to make? Well, I need to read the room for that. Sure. What would you like to, to know about the room with your... Uh, your fellow elves. I would like to know what kind of cookie would best elicit a reaction of action, where we're going to do something at a flash of inspiration. I'm thinking maybe a, a Russian tea cake. Gingerbread, this is not the time to bake cookies. That's not going to solve our problem, no matter how fancy they are. <gasps> How, how could you say such hurtful words? So Gary's going to look around. Um, we're in a dark room. 
let's just try to find a light. Let's. She's going to go searching. What's what's going on? Well, the good news is, is the room's not exactly uh, hiding light switches from you. So you guys can, you know, hands up in the dark, just kind of like feel around for a minute. You'll find a light switch. You'll be able to turn the lights on from inside. And you'll see that nobody else is in here. And when you try the door, you're going to find that it's locked. You are trapped inside this room. If Are there any windows? No, windows are very heat inefficient for the North Pole. Oh, that's right. What are the doors made out of? I don't know. Why? What do you want to do to the doors? I, I don't know. I mean, like, are they wood? If they're wood doors, maybe. I, I feel like they're candy cane doors. Oh, God. I feel like they might be something like candy cane or sugar plum or some kind, maybe like candy cane with some other kind of candy for the walls and like a sugar plum mortar. Gingerbread, is there any way you can make a cookie out of the door to get us out of here? I think I can. All right. Well, Nice is specifically working together or building a rapport. And I believe this is both of those things, which would make it nice. And you are a baker, so you're definitely an expert, and you have a magical item to make cookies. So this is something you are totally prepared for. So if you want to go ahead and roll your 3d6. Three successes and a Merry Christmas. Oh, shit. Let me double check. All right, since you got a Merry Christmas, you get special insight into what's going on. You can ask me a question. I will answer you honestly. In addition, you're already going to get a critical success because you got three successes. So you're going to be able to make one hell of a peppermint. Well, what kind of peppermint cookie are you making out of this door? You know, I'm going to go for a peppermint molasses. Um, make it a nice soft cookie because soft cookies are great in the cold. Get some nice uh, peppermint bark in there, too. Sure. What kind of extra effects, in addition to the little cup of hot tea to go with it would you like i think in addition to the hot tea um i'm going to need at least four napkins and if i could get a plate properly sized for all of these cookies that may end up doubling as some sort of structural support afterwards i'm not i'm not sure how how big this is going to be oh you got three successes on a merry christmas so it's going to be as big as you want it to be I think we may have just broke the room. <laughs> and then as part of your Merry Christmas, you get to ask me a special question. What would you what would you like to know? Did they really forget about us? Oh no, as you get look outside, you're going to see that a lot of other lights on buildings are really dim up here for the North Pole. This is mostly running on the northern lights as outdoor lighting. Your building is out the building next to you guys is out. And if you look in the little, on the other side of where the candy cane door was, you will see that there was like licorice wrapped around it as in a way to try and tie it closed. We can look outside because I might have wrecked the building. Oh, the whole door is definitely gone and been made into cookies. Fortunately, I have made enough to keep us warm in this North Pole winter. But why did they put licorice on the... They tried to lock us in. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they lock us in? By Rudolph's red nose, they're scared of the truth. Should we should we look for someone? Maybe yes. Santa Santa himself? 
Yes. Could you tell me what to do? Yes. I think that might be prepared. I don't think Snowball Mitten Glove would help us out if he's trying to lock us in here. We should find someone else. Yes. We take it all the way to the top. Right. We should go see Santa. Yes. This is you a know where plan. Santa lives? No. Santa, of course, lives all the way at the North Poleus North Pole. The pole itself is actually part of the roof of his house. So everybody knows where he lives. Oh. So, all right. So we know where to go then. It seems How far that away. away is How are you? Oh, with little tiny elf legs, it's going to take you most of the night unless you have some better way of getting there quickly. Can we steal a reindeer? You want to try and find one of the reindeer and steal it? Yes. Use the reindeer to get us there. That sounds kind of naughty. Okay. So I'm going to roll. Well, wait. Do you feel like you would be an expert or prepared in some way for the task of finding a reindeer? No. All right, then it's just the single die. I rolled my number. Oh, man. So that's exciting. This means that you're going to get to ask me a special question. All the way on the bottom, you can see it there. Mm-hmm. I guess that would count as one success. Because it's one success, and I would like to know, um, well, I would hope it would be exactly where to find the reindeer and um, to, how to get one out. Well, the reindeer are over in the little stables. Everybody knows that. It's a very prestigious job to be a reindeer groomer, and even more so to be a sleigh technician. So that's the, like, on-the-team adult reindeer. The younger reindeer are nearby, and more or less an open field that has some shelter for them. So you could totally get one of the the younger reindeer easily, but they're not going to be as good at flying around as the adult reindeer because they're not as trained. Or you could try and get one of the adult reindeer. So looking at um, my fellow elven friends, which one should we go for? The easier one or the harder one? I would like to not die during this, so maybe we should go with the easier ones. And are we going to need more than one to carry us all? Of the younger reindeer, for sure. The older I... reindeer could probably fit all of you on one. So one each of the younger one, or two on each? Uh, you could probably do two on the younger ones, because you're okay. tiny little Christmas elves. Then we're going to go for the, the the younger ones. I hope they like chocolate peppermint bark cookies. I don't think you're supposed to give reindeer cookies. I think it makes them sick. But everybody should love cookies. So as you guys approach the as you guys approach the younger reindeer stabling area, you're gonna see that there's none of them out in the field. Somebody has put them all up in the stable itself. And as you come up to that, you will find that that is also licorice tied up real super tight. And unfortunately, this building is made out of wood. Not good material for cookies. But, however, you said that it was tied with licorice, and I can make anise snaps. Or I can just cut the licorice, and Goody will pull out her scissors. And they always make the perfect cut, don't they? My scissors always make the perfect cut. Sounds like you are both an expert and prepared. Do you feel like this is more of a naughty action or a nice action? We are setting those poor reindeer free. 
But you don't know why they were naughty. tied up. Yeah, but it might be naughty, though, because, yeah, two successes. No. So you just snip, snip, snip right through this licorice, and it just kind of falls right into the snow, and you're able to open up the doors. Inside, it's dark, but you get a little bit of light from the Aurora Borealis from outside. And you can see that all of the younger reindeer are in their stalls, and as you look around, they're kind of sad and huddled together. You're also going to find a bit of equipment in here, like farm stuff, including if somebody wanted to take an axe that was laying on the ground. An axe. Wonderful. Evergreen walks up and picks his axe, his new axe up. It's a little dull, but I'll do. Just going to go ahead and steal that axe. Yep. He puts it into his beard of holding to store for later. Wonderful. Is there any other equipment you want to just go ahead and grab in here and put into your beard of holding? It's just normal, like, farm stuff. Reindeer treats? Of course, some reindeer treats. And he's going to pick up a spare horseshoe, if reindeers need horseshoes. Uh, sure. They're lucky, I guess. Okay. While you're looking around at all of this stuff and everybody else is talking to the... or I guess you would be talking to the reindeer, because these are magical Christmas reindeer you're going to notice that there's a little uh, forge, anvil, and that kind of thing. The kind of thing you would use to make repairs on the sleigh or their harnesses, that kind of thing. And that horseshoe that you grabbed, it's a little... It strikes you as odd in the moment because it doesn't look like it's going to fit a reindeer hoof, but you just kind of stuff it into the beard. Who's going over to talk to the reindeer? Well... If there is a forge, would there be like a couple warm coals left over to keep inside his beard to keep him warm? Sure. Uh, So he also has a couple cinders to keep him warm. To go with the hot tea and cookies. Indeed. That sounds like a fire hazard right there. Tinsel, why don't you tell me about your reindeer friend that's here in these stables? So uh, I'm going to walk up to a reindeer and give it some pets. Let's let it know that I'm here with good wishes. And so you just tell it that you're here with good wishes because you're a magical Christmas talking reindeer. Yes, we're here. We need to find Santa. Can you help us? They'll kind of murmur to you and a little bit to each other. It's like, see, I told you somebody would come. And then the one you're talking to, what's its name? I'm going to name it Glitterfly. Glitterfly. Excellent. Glitterfly is going to be is going to tell you they came a while ago and told us a bad storm was coming through and that they were going to have to lock the door for our safety. But they just that was hours and hours ago. We couldn't go outside. The same thing happened to us. We were locked in a room. We were trying to figure out what's going on around here. I don't know. They they've been canceling lessons on us, so we're not really like. This is supposed to be our big year for graduation into the to helping out the shelf elves with getting around and their missions and now none of us have really completed our flying training. But you guys can fly, right? We're Christmas reindeer, are we not? And they all start like and like pawing at the floor like they're like How would you feel about coming on an adventure with us to figure out what's going on? To save Christmas? Of course. It's yeah. the most important thing right now. And all right. And then 
three of your other reindeer, a bunch of the other reindeer are going to get together with you, and you guys are going to talk about what's going on. And Glitterfly and three other reindeers, which the other three of you cannot name now. As we're put on the spot. Oh, I got one. Sparkle My hooves. Mine's name Spot. I heard a sparkle hooves. That's Spot. That's Spot. Spot, and what was the other one? Evergreen hasn't named one yet. I haven't named one yet. I'm trying to think. Twinkle. Twinkle Star. There we go. This is Twinkle Star. Okay. So Spot, Twinkle Star, Sparkle Hoof, and Glitterfly are all going to... You guys are going to come out. I don't imagine they use saddles because they're magical Christmas reindeer. You guys are going to take off into the night. Um, has anybody here had any reindeer pilot training? For God's sakes, man, I'm a baker, not a pilot. I used to date an elf that did handle the reindeer. Does that count? He may have told he told me about it, how how it's done. All right. So as you kind of take command of this reindeer air force, you're definitely not an expert, but you might be prepared. So if you want to roll two dice, and this is the nice test. Yeah, this is probably nice because you're trying to work together as a team, as a cohesive unit. Is that everyone rolling or just? Just, uh, just Goody Snowflake. Two successes. Oh, man. <laughs> so you did it. Great. Good job. As you guys fly off into the night, you're going to travel over all kinds of other buildings. There's the gingerbread factory, the Christmas tree processing plant, the... Knit and Caboodle, where people make stuff. Um, what are some of the other sights that you guys see as you're flying through the night sky towards Santa's house? Well, of course, we'd see the Great Bakery. That's uh, magical, uh, chocolatey and vanilla-smelling smoke somehow. But uh, I'm going to guess that the fires have been banked and there's not a lot of uh, production coming out of the Great Bakery. Not as many fruitcakes or cookies or things of that nature. No, the lights are off, and the great chimney is no longer pumping wonderful smells into the air. The smells are no longer free. <laughs> In the distance, you can see the uh, the Christmas tree grove, where they grow all the beautiful Christmas trees. But I'm not quite sure what looks different about it. Well, to Evergreen's trained lumberjack eyes, he will see that it is far too full. Nobody has been cutting down trees in the grove. Very suspicious. Uh, the other thing that we'll see is the uh, the carrot farm for the uh, reindeer. It's a greenhouse covered in snow, of course, because it's the middle of winter. But uh, it shouldn't be covered in snow because it's supposed to be brushed off every day to make sure that it can get the little bit of sunlight it can. Well, moonlight, because the sun doesn't come up at the North Pole in the winter. And then what is the last weird thing you guys see before you come in for a landing around Santa's workshop? Or Santa's house, not his workshop. You guys work at the workshop. I uh, see the gingerbread train that brings in all the mail just parked and not moving. And it looks like it has been used for a day or so at least. And with that, the reindeers, your reindeer companions have also seen these things as you point them out and it's becoming more and more worrisome. You've never seen it like this. How old are you guys as Christmas elves? 
Uh, Evergreen is 444. He's been Christmas elfing for a long time. In elf years, it's not too long. Uh, Goody is uh, 181. Tintel is 334, so she's still kind of young, but she has some wisdom to her. Gingerbread Cookie is 502, because gingerbread dates back to about the 16th century. Was he born out of the first gingerbread cookie? He became, that's where he was given life. It's true. He still remembers the day he was pulled out of the oven. Mm, Imagery there. You're welcome. So you guys will land down on the, down on kind of like the lobby, not the lobby. It's not a lobby out front. On like the front porch area. And as you say goodbye to your reindeer companions as they go back to continue to spread the word that something is wrong with Christmas, you look around and you will see the grove out front of Santa's house. Well, the, the trees that are closer to it, they don't, have their little pine needles on them. They're all laying on the ground in piles and the trees themselves, especially to Evergreen's trained, experienced lumberjacky eye can see that they're kind of dead and twisted farther away from Santa's house. It goes the more normal they looked, but as you guys turn and look back up at the house itself, you'll see, feel this ominous presence from it. The door and the walls outside that are usually red and green and striped and wonderful and welcoming and warm have this cold feeling to them. And even though you guys are Christmas elves that live at the North Pole, you feel a chill come over you. What do you guys do? Do we just knock on the door? Is that is that, is that what we do? Yes, that, that would be the polite thing to do. We should knock on the door. Yes. Yeah. And we have cookies to give as a gift. Good idea. He does love his cookies. He does love his cookies. As you guys pound on the door with your tiny elf fists, you will get no response except for the echo from the pounding coming back to you. Well, there must be another way. There must be another way in. Let's walk around. But this is the front door. Shouldn't it be open here? Well, yes, Evergreen, it should, but it's not. And we need to get inside and talk, talk to Santa and tell him what's going on. So let's walk around. What if we open the door? Hmm? We're here with a very serious matter. We should... I'm sure he wouldn't mind if we just burst in. (gasps) You want to just break the door down again? Well, this is very serious. He needs to know as soon as possible. This is Santa's house. Something is very wrong. At Santa's house, look at it. Where is all the Christmas cheer? It's been stolen. Thieved. He must know. If he doesn't already know, we need to remind him. Maybe with a cookie. And we also brought cookies, so I'm sure he would not mind if we just opened the door. Okay, so we'll open the door. As you try the door, who, uh, as you guys try the door, it's locked and it does not open. This is unheard of. You guys didn't even know that Santa's door had a lock on it. This is very not good, guys. What what do we what do we do now? Is there a back door we can try? Okay, so we'll walk around and we'll look for another way in. You guys will spend a couple minutes walking around Santa's house, looking for some other method of entry. And this place was clearly not built. The fire code being in the North Pole is you don't find any other doors. The only other option you find is the one window 
that's about two or three stories up. It's hard to tell when you're short little Christmas elves, but it's open and it's letting in a lot of cold wintry air and it's up there. None of the other windows are really lit. The entire house seems kind of dark. I've got a plan. Evergreen reaches into his beard, pulling his axe out, and he starts chopping down a tree. That's clearly going to be three dice, because you are an expert and super prepared for tree chopping. Uh, naughty or nice? Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, taking action is says to be naughty. So I guess naughty? Two successes. Right. So what are you doing with this tree once you chop it down in, a, in an expert fashion? All right, guys, we're going to two on each side and ram the door down like a battering ram. Okay. What's a battering ram? It is a piece of wood, like a log like this, that you hit the door with. That seems a little violent, but okay. This is not what I had in mind, guys. I thought we would gently open the door. Did you have better ideas? We have a tree now. Can we go through the window? Yeah, the, the tree is tall enough, I think. We might be able to lift it up. Up to the window. And then that way we're not damaging Santa's property. Hmm. Okay. Let's go. So with some magical elf teamwork, you're able to lay the tree against the side of Santa's house at the open window. And then one, two, three, four, scamper right up and into the side. And you guys are inside Santa's house. Have you guys been in Santa's Hi. house before? Never. I don't think it's a good thing to be in Santa's house if you need. I was once. Oh no, what happened? I was prototyping the very first gingerbread cookie. It was baked of my original baking. Oh, well then, that is a very important reason. So you have at least a little idea of the layout to Santa's house. You've never been into this room before. It seems it seems empty. Like, something is normally stored here, but for whatever reason, there's nothing here. No changes of clothes, no boxes, no anything. It's just empty. It happens to have had the light still on. And as you guys push open the door into the hallway, it seems dark and foreboding in here. What are you guys going to do? Look for a light. Look for a Santa. All right. You guys are going to be able to go around for a little while. You're eventually going to find a light switch in the hallway. And as you flick it on, you're going to hear a, Oh, God, come from one of the other rooms that, you know, flip the light switch, lights just come on everywhere. And in one of the side rooms, you hear somebody go, Oh, God, ah, ah. Santa? It does not sound like Santa. Well, let's. I think Goody would rush over the door. Okay. Yep. As you look through the door, or the doorway as the case may be, you're going to see the chair in the middle of a room with a light that's like one of our desk lamps that's kind of pointing at a snowman that is pulling his face away from it as much as he can, for the light is hot. He is a snowman. Oh, no. So Goody will rush in and, and move the light away so it's not pointing at him. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh, <sighs> By winter's breath. Thank you. Little elves, what is going on? We can ask you the same thing. 
there's something terribly wrong going on in the North Pole. You're telling me. I just... I had some concerns from the perimeter that I was bringing into Santa, and next thing I know, I'm abducted and subjected to... And he'll motion over to the light. His, uh, his little twig arms have been removed, and they are put over on the side of the room on a table. Well, now, that is not very good Christmas spirit. That's the opposite of Christmas spirit. That's... I don't even know. Who did this to you? You're... That's the, the strangest thing, little elves. But it was Santa. No! <gasps> no! Uh-oh. I don't know what's going on, but I've never seen him like this. In all of my winters. Are you sure you're just not seeing things? It couldn't be Santa. He looks at, he looks at you with cold, cold black eyes. Well, then where did Santa go? I don't know. He left me in here and turned the evil light upon me, and it just... I don't even know how long I was here. And you can see that his one side is a little droopy and meltier than the other. We need to get him into the snow. Yes, yes. Goody will run over and grab his little twig arms and um, awkwardly replace them into his sides. And they'll start, like, flexing as you stick them into his little sockets. Oh, thank you. He'll push himself off from the chair and start sliding left and then right with his little round bottom. How did you get in here? We tore down a tree, and then we ran up it to get into the window. Oh. I need to go warn the other snowmen. Can you help me get out? Of course. To the door! You guys are going to go down to the front door, or are you guys going to let him out your little window? We should probably go through the front door just to check everything else out. Yeah, we should probably check the rest of the house out. All right. You guys are going to be able to go through this house pretty freely. There's nobody in here. And as you get down into the main foyer area, you know, there's the big old Christmas door that you guys couldn't get through on the other side. You'll see that there's like four locks on your side that weren't there any other time you guys know of. And as you get down into the little lobby area checking out the store, you're going to hear a ha 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 kind of echo throughout the entire house. What was that? That's not the ho 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 I was used to. That's not Christmas cheer. That's evil. What? <laughs> you're going to hear the sound of it knocking as you look over to your snowman companion and his little elbows are knocking against each other as he's nervous and you'll see little little snowballs that start at the top of his head and get bigger as they roll down to his chin and then just kind of get absorbed back into his body that looks like he is sweating and nervous do you know who that is he's gonna look from you guys to the door put one of his twig hands on the door as if to to open it and run in the long, long ago, Christmas, uh, Santa was part of a team. He had a, a counterpart that took care of all the naughty kids. Uh, he took care of all the nice kids. And I fear, and he looks around, and you'll hear the ha, ha, ha echo through the house again. I fear he may have come back and has done something to Santa. And he'll bend over at his little middle ball waist and say, that might be Krampus. Oh, no! The North Pole's got a serious case of Krampus. 
the snowman looks up from where he was been over. Now I definitely need to tell the troops. Swings open the door, and as that cold rush of North Pole air hits him, you can see his slumpy side of his face kind of reform itself into a proper round snowman's face. His little carrot nose sticks back up and points out straight again, and he just seems a little bit more heroic. and begins to slide his way out. Good luck! He'll turn three, or he'll turn 180 degrees at the waist, snap you a salute, you too, and then turn back around and continue his slide. What are you guys gonna do? We have to confront the Krampus. Are the lights on right now? There are some lights on, but you guys were on like the second floor. You came down to the first floor flicking on lights as you went. And then uh, the upper floors of Santa's house are still dark. Um, Go ahead. And uh, the sounds coming from the floor that we're on right now? Oh, it's echoing through the whole house, but it is almost assuredly coming from the toppest peak of the house. Krampus has seized the pole position. Should we run, or should we go after him? I think we should. Run or go after him? Run after him. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. I've heard horror stories of Krampus. Yes, but Krampus only goes after the naughty children. We're Christmas elves. We're nice by default. Right. He, he may want us out of the way, though. Well, we have to try. We can't just do nothing. We're Christmas elves. We have to do what we can. We're not just going to run away and hide. We wouldn't last a day out in the frozen wastes of the North Pole, away from Santa's workshop. We have to take a stand right here. Um, okay. Let, let, let's go, then. To the very top of the workshop. House. That too. Alright, so you guys take off into the dark depths of Santa's house. What are some of the unusual sights you see as you go onto the floor right before the poliest pole of the house? Furbies. Oh god. The entire storeroom full of Furbies that just kind of, oh, is this the door? You open it up and their eyes just all at once go shunk. And they then they start. start- Yep. Talking and, and they, they do that little vibrating dance at the same time. Yep. Slam that nightmare door shut. We see um, display cases of um, Santa Claus outfits from centuries past and how they keep changing. You will notice that the previous Santa Claus outfit from the, the cycle past is missing. Guys, did Santa... Get a new outfit this year. You're one of the the socks and sweaters crew. You would know that he didn't. I guess. I'm like, guys, somebody stole the suit. What's going on? This is why another would, thing to add to the list. Why, why would somebody steal the suit? To pretend that they're Santa. Why would somebody want to do that? There's a lot of work in being Santa. A lot of work in being Santa. You have to have thousands of elves doing all of the... Oh, we are all those. We already know these things. Right. So, is there someone else who has thousands of elves that could steal it? No, but if we were locked in the storeroom and the whole workshop is being shut down, then maybe whoever stole Santa's suit has a man on the inside. (sighs) It's a conspiracy. 
to steal Christmas. You don't think it's Snowball Mitten Glove, do you? He locked us in that room. He didn't want us to get out. She didn't even want to know about cookies. Just one more thing we'll have to ask the Krampus when we see him. What if it's the Krampus that took the Santa suit? Then I'm going to bake him a cookie so delicious he'll have no choice but to return the Santa suit to Santa Claus. Okay, okay, that that might work. Maybe it could be so sweet it just puts him in a coma? Yeah, I love those kinds of cookies. They're the best cookies of all. And we could knit him some socks and maybe a sweater. And a sweater so comfortable he falls asleep in it. And then we can take the Santa suit back. Okay. Or I could just knit the arms together so he can't move. Well, first we have to find him. So, where are we going to look? As you, as you continue your trek up, what are the two other horrible Christmas sights that you see? So, in one of the rooms, we see a half-full glass of milk, probably being that was drunk by Santa. But there's a problem with this milk. It's sour. I'm not going anywhere near that room. It's a hell room. How dare you? And in the last room, I guess it was a bedroom or something. There's just sweaters all over the floor, all rumpled up. It was a very sad sight for a Tinsel to see. So inside that sweater room, Tinsel, you're going to see something that is perhaps horrifying. It's an unraveled sweater. Yes, but the thing that makes this extra horrifying is it's not in your red and green Christmassy colors. It's in a dark black brown color, something that has been large and uh, worn by nobody that is native to the North Pole. Guys, this is not a very Christmassy sweater. I don't think it belongs here. Well, that's why it's in pieces, right? Yes, it should be burned. All right, I'll put it in my beard so we can burn it later. Could I, like, sniff the sweater to see if it smells weird? Absolutely. This sounds like three dice for you because you are definitely an expert when it comes to sweaters and knitting and stuff. Yes, everything. Everything related. You are totally prepared. And that's nice, right? I guess. I'm trying to help. Yeah. And it's my intuition. intuition, yeah. Um, okay, so 3d6? Yes. Alright, so with two successes, what do you want to know about this sweater besides the fact that it smells naughty and very not Christmassy? This does not smell like anything I've ever smelt here before. It smells very rotten, and it could very well belong to Krampus. Should we burn it? Uh... Evergreen reaches into his beard and pulls out one of the hot coals. Getting ready to throw it. It's going to uh, study the uh, odor of his enemy. Get a good schnoz full. That's right. If I'm going to bake a cookie to counter this, I need to know the depths of the depravity. Okay. I don't think we should burn it. Even though it's a very nasty sweater, it is very well made and we might need it later. So you're going to take it with you then? Yeah, I think so. Okay. There's only two rooms left before you're at the top, the the tippity top of Santa's house. The one is his bedroom. And as you guys walk past it, you're going to hear some sounds from inside that sound very rhythmic and methodical. What kind of rhythmic and methodical? 
it looks like somebody has gotten it's as though somebody's like bumping into something over and over again, like that sound when you bump into a chair or a stool, and then that stool is like against the wall or something. Like it's a thunk. Um, is there like a keyhole in the door to maybe look through inside? Sure. As you look through, you see Mrs. Claus just kind of walking into the stool in front of her desk. Uh, not in front of her desk. I'm sorry, in front of her little makeup parlor thing. Vanity. Yeah, that. Sorry, I'm I'm just naturally beautiful. I don't need any kind of... I know you are. She's just kind of walking into that vanity over and over. Just like robotic and stiff. And she doesn't seem as though she notices. So seeing that, um, Goody's just going to op- try to open the door. Right. The door opens, and Mrs. Claus just continues what she was doing. Rush in and try to to stop her from doing that. Sure, you're able to kind of push her away. She doesn't look down at you. Her eyes are just straight ahead. Her arms slack at her side. And you notice that her pupils are, like, super dilated. Well, what do we do? How do we fix her? I have a cup of tea. A cup of tea will fix anything. And cookies to go with it. Do you want to go ahead and roll me 3d6? Because you're clearly an expert and prepared with all your tea and cookies to try and fix her. Oh, no. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, wait, that's five. It's supposed to be two. It's supposed to be two. Look at Shadowrun. Uh, so that's one, then? Yes. Okay. So the good news is, is as you bring this cup of tea up underneath her nose and she gets that, that smell from it, she's going to give you a, Well, that's nice, dear. Well, that's nice, dear. Well, that's nice, dear. And then on after the third one, you see her pupil start to, to come back into focus, and then she stops moving and kind of like, ooh, ooh. And with that, all of the lights go out in the entire house. And <gasps> up, up above you, you can hear, oh, it sounds <gasps> Santa's letting out a last ho. Oh, no. Now, what was that about a nice deer? Was there a good reindeer that she saw, maybe? She kind of plops down on her vanity thing, and it just puts a a hand to her forehead. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Claus, are you okay? Oh, dear. I don't know. I just... Is there, like, a chair I can use to, like, guide her into to sit down? You can plop her on the little bench in front of her vanity. Okay, so Tinsel takes her hand and... Guides her there, and she's like, Mrs. Claus, and she's patting her hand, trying to calm her down. Where's Santa? Oh, I, I don't know. Everything is so foggy. I I feel so weak. And then you guys will hear a ho as it kind of trails off. And you'll notice that you guys feel weak. Some of your Christmas magic feels just not really there. And you're going to notice that Mrs. Claus starts to look transparent. We have to do something. Where's the sound coming from above us, you said? Like on the above roof? Above you, in the last little room that is Mr. and Mrs. Claus's little attic. We we need to go up. We need to go find the source. If we can stop it, maybe it'll stop all of all of this. Yes, let's go upstairs. As you guys pile out the door... Who stops and turns around to see Mrs. Claus fade away into nothing? Gingerbread cookie will. 
she just kind of looks up at you and you can see her mouth the words of good luck and then she's just gone and the rest of the house gets darker we have to move fast we don't have a lot of time you guys run up the last little flight of stairs into a front door and you can feel electricity in the air kind of coming through it and you can hear on the other side some kind of like something is going on something is drawing power and you can hear that ha 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 from the other side what do you guys do at the door bust it down yeah let's just bust it down yeah who's busted it down one of the bigger elves evergreen can bust it down he's got an axe Evergreen pulls out his axe, and he charges full tilt into it with his axe pointed forward, thinking that's going to ram it. Go ahead and uh, give me your three-die roll. And this seems like a nice, because you're working together and you're trying to save Christmas. One success. So, complication? Uh, That'll totally work, slightly. So you slam your axe into this door, and just like The Shining, you're able to see through it. And then as you pull back your arm for another swing, you're going to lose the support on the axe. So now you only have one hand on it, because as you look, your other arm has faded away. (laughs) Oh no, that's just like Mrs. Claus. And as you guys look through the hole, you see Santa tied up to some contraption with a metal red hat on his head where the pom-pom goes off into the ceiling, into some wires, and then wearing another Santa suit. It's a hulking form. His legs are bent backwards like reindeer legs. And he's got horns that come off. And on his head is also a a Santa hat, but it is black. And you can see that it's just drawing power out of this guy as he's just siphoning the Christmas magic out of him. What do you do? Stop hurting Santa. You can't wear that suit. You're not Santa. Krampus turns around and looks at you with his big, gnarly teeth and his shaggy black beard and dark eyes. Too long have I been denied my right in Christmas. I'm taking it back. You can't take it back by killing Santa. Why not? I'm naughty. No. You do the nice things for the naughty kids and their parents by taking them and putting them in your in your backpack and leaving them in the forest. And you have been naughty because you didn't follow orders. And he pulls out a big sack and starts advancing towards you. <gasps> How dare you? I dare. You've, you've said there were wires? Yep, there are wires that are coming off of Santa across the ceiling and are going down to the Santa hat on Krampus's head. Across the ceiling. Do they mm-hmm. go up to the roof, up into the ceiling, or do they go down a wall? Or, like, where do they go out of the room? Kind of, like, across the rafters on the inside of the attic. And then they come down onto the thing that's on his head. Goody's trying to figure out where the wires are going so she can go find the wires and cut them. Well, there is a Santa hat that is drawing Christmas magic out of Santa that is on top of Santa's head that's got wires coming up into the ceiling and then running across the ceiling and then down into the hat on Krampus's head. Onto Krampus's head. Okay. So Krampus is approaching. Yep. He is coming for you. All right. She's going to pull her scissors out 
it, when he gets close enough, she's going to try to cut the wires on his hat. On his hat. Uh, Gingerbread Cookie's going to go ahead and run a blocking action. Uh, he is going to use his magic rolling pin to make a schnapps-soaked cookie, which is customary to give to Krampus for Krampusloth. Uh-oh. All right, so what's going to happen here is we're going to going to have Ginger go ahead and make this cookie to try and distract to give Goody the opportunity, which definitely sounds like a nice action to success. So you make up this cookie, and Krampus pauses for a moment as the freshly baked vapors just kind of... He's got... You've got his full attention. And he turns and begins to stomp towards you, one hand reaching for you, the other hand holding the bag just kind of half open until whatever dark terrors are inside it as he's coming for you now. Gotta hold my ground. All right. Goody, let's have those snip snips. How many dice will I roll? Well, you're definitely an expert at cutting stuff, and you are definitely prepared to cut stuff. So this sounds like three. And this is a nice or naughty? Uh, this seems like a nice action to okay. to help out your friend, who's definitely going to end up in that bag if you don't roll well. Ooh, I rolled my number! Yeah, you did. You definitely yes! got a Merry Christmas. <laughs> so Ginger, trembling with this tray of cookies in your hands that you have made up while he came over, he's just going to kind of grab you around the, the torso, for he is large, and you are a small Christmas elf and begin to lift you to just ah, dump the cookies into his mouth. Goody, you're able to cut these wires, and he's going to look, and he's going to see you. How, where are you cutting these wires at? Let me ask that. I am cutting them. Um, they're going into the hat, so where mm-hmm. they enter the hat. So you're just going to cut the little pom-pom off? If the pom-pom is where the wires are, yes. All right. Are you cutting the one that's on Krampus's head? Or the one that's on Santa's head? Krampus's head. All right, so you climb up on his back as he's, ah, and Ginger, you look at her as she's ready to just take these giant scissors and snip this pom-pom. Do you have anything to say before he throws you into the bag? When everybody is naughty, no one will be. And with that, there's the snip. He gets his attention to suddenly brought back. Like, ah! Some the power of the Christmas magic has been stopped from going into him. He holds you up and he looks around trying to find what happened, not noticing Goody on his back and just tosses you into his bag. He starts reaching around looking for the other two little elves, the all three little elves. What are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to try to go up to him and knit a sweater around him. Just like one big, tube so he can't move his arms okay you can go ahead and uh go ahead and roll and would that be three or two because i would be an expert you are definitely an expert and you are super prepared with your magical knittingness and it's a nice so all right Okay, i think that's right that looks right so two successes you just as fast as your little needles can carry, you just zoop, 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 round and round and round and ending up. What's the design on the front of the sweater for Krampus here? Um, I think I can do snowmen in honor of the snowman that we rescued. Okay. 
his arms are now pinned at his side, and he's like, what? What's going on? He's thrashing back and forth. Goody, are you still on his back? No, Goody is going to hop down because she saw Gingerbread get um, thrown into the bag, so she's going to hop down and, and use her scissors again to cut the bag open. <gasps> All right, while you're doing that, Evergreen, what are you doing? Evergreen is looking for the cinders in his beard. And he's going, one sec, Gingerbread, I'm going to throw the, the, the cinders into you there to catch, to set it on fire so you can get out. And then he pulls it out and gets ready to throw into the bag as Goody Snowflake starts opening her scissors. All right. Um, give me, I guess you are prepared. Are you, do you feel like you're an expert at throwing no. things? No, only a two is what I'm thinking. Okay. Let's give me, give me a two here. All right. So with one success, you throw in your other, uh, with your one good hand that you have left, you throw it into the bag and then you feel yourself stumble forward and fall onto the ground as your opposite leg disappears. It's been sapped of its Christmas magic. Ginger, you're inside this bag. It's cold, so cold and dark. And then suddenly there's two little spots of light and heat that come falling into you. You look up and you can see them and they, they bang against something that's around you that you didn't know was there because of how cold it is. As the light off of them shines in this little area, you can see that at your feet are a bunch of snowflakes. And as you reach forward, you find that you are blocked by a piece of glass, for you are inside of a snow globe. What do you do? Do you push the mute button? Maybe. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. A snow globe. I'm in a snow globe. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I need to jump against the side of the glass as hard as I can to break the snow globe. Okay. Do you feel like you are an expert in jumping? I do not. Do you feel like you are prepared for this situation? I am prepared to jump, yes. Okay. So let's have two dice, and we'll see if you can free yourself, or if you are going to remain trapped. Nice or naughty? It's kind of up to you, because it's kind of self-serving, but it's definitely in the vein of trying to get in a position to help your friends. One success. All right. So you jump against this glass and you can feel the whole thing begin to tilt over and there are large cracks that form from when you hit the ground you are still trapped inside goody your scissors are at the ready krampus is fighting against the sweater that has been knitted around him stumbling all over the place dragging this bag with him and making it kind of a hard target but you've been practicing your whole life for this (laughs) yes all right so with Two successes, you have successfully cut open this bag and outpour a bunch of snow globes. You can see inside one, your good friend Gingerbread is there, and he's struggling against the cracks and the warm coals that Evergreen threw in there. The rest of them, they're all a bit shaken up, because that's what snow globes do. Krampus is going to shout, no! And try to kick you away from his bag that you've cut out of his hand. What are you guys doing? I'm going to try and break my snow globe. All right. How are you going to try and break it now that you're on the side and rolling around? Um, you know, like those, those gifts of those, those guys in the, in the 
giant plastic bubbles on the basketball court and they're just like running into each other as hard as they can. I think I kind of want to do that, but with a snow globe. So if I can break mine and one other, then that's one extra elf to break another snow globe. All right, let's let's have a thing. Are you a are you an expert at the basketball giant ball sphere things? You haven't been stuck inside this. I'm I'm starting to feel like uh, I've got a handle on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. With three successes, you're going to be able to run this right into another snow globe. And it too will shatter, and you are plopped on the ground. But in its, as its contents spill across the ground, you're not going to see another elf in there. What you're going to see is an arm and a leg, and that will slowly fade back as evergreen. You can suddenly feel feel your other arm and your other leg, and you can you're whole again. What do you do? Oh, oh, oh gosh, I was. Oh, okay. Um, um, uh, Evergreen takes his hand out of his beard because he was going to reach for his horseshoe to throw at the glass, but instead he um, runs towards Santa and tries to take off his hat. All right. Um, sounds like you are. Do you feel like you aren't expert or prepared for this? Not at all. All right. Let's see what one die gets you then. Uh, nice or this is yeah, probably nice. All right, you're able to get the hat off Santa pretty easily. Krampus is very distracted for the moment. Santa is looking weak and woozy, and he's just kind of ho ho ho. Santa, Santa! Evergreen slaps him in the face. Wake up! Krampus is here to, I don't know what, steal Christmas. And with that, you're going to hear a horrible ripping sound as. Krampus has finally ripped free of his uh, ripped free of his sweater prison. They begin stalking towards you. You hit Santa. That is definitely naughty. Twinkle. He, he, he was in a trance. Tinsel, what are you doing? He's free of your prison. That sweater was cashmere. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if there's anything I could jam my knitting needles in to stop the machine. Sure. Or has yeah. it stopped already because the hat's off Santa? It's still working, but it's like uh, like a, a suction hose that's got nothing to suction. Oh, so just, okay. So it's just kind of like... <laughs> so as you're looking around for something to stab with your needles, you remember that you have that sweater. So I pull it out, and I wave it in the air, and I say, does this belong to you? He will turn, now putting his gaze on you. Taking other people's things is very naughty. Now he's coming for you. And I point at him, and I say, treating your clothes like this is very naughty. Is there a way that I can try to get him to go into his bag? Uh, Well, his bag has been cut up pretty good by somebody with magical scissors. Oh, that's right. Um, um, Mr. Krampus, I disagree. Um, she was cleaning up your mess, which is not naughty at all. <laughs> I should get brownie points, if anything. Oh, I could make brownie. No, I could make brownie. Is brownie type cookie? No, brownies are not cookies. I need a focus group. He's going to gaze upon all of you. You're all been very, very naughty for Christmas elves destruction of other people's property, stealing other people's things. 
smacking Santa and you points over it. Uh, no, I guess that would count. Uh, who else? No, fuck it. Um, as you look around the room, you see that you have your knitting needles. And while Goody did cut up the, the bag, you have knitting needles. You can fix it. So I go over to the bag and I take the strips and I start knitting it into a little stocking. But not too little, just the perfect size. He's going to look over at you. What are you doing? Get away from that. And you're going to need somebody's help to give you the opportunity to make this stocking out of his bag. Uh, gingerbread cookies in all of these snow globes. And he's going to send snow globes rolling like caltrops across the Krampus's path. Um, yeah, no, that that sounds like a thing that we can do. Definitely naughty, though. Oh, this is Making terrible. a tripping hazard. Ah, I still got one success. And it's a Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, no, you totally did. So you're going to slide all of these snow globes out here. What would you like for your Merry Christmas to do a horrible thing to you? Or to somebody, I should say. Uh, the question that Gingerbread Cookie would want to know is, Mr. Krampus, did you really think you could get away with this? Uh, obviously he thought he could get away with this. Or is that something you're asking him? That is something I'm asking him. Okay. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not your rolling of snow globes that trips him up. Maybe it's you have convinced him into monologuing. I was thinking he would trip. I was thinking he would be tripping and then push uh, Evergreen into like the vacuum thing. I mean, if you want to fall on that vacuum suck grenade, you totally can. It would be fitting, yes. Okay. (laughs) Monologuing would also be funny. Uh, He could do both. So he will trip as he will trip as he's advancing on you, and the thud of him hitting the ground is going to shake the entire room, causing Evergreen's hand that's got a hold of this Christmas magic sucking device to just kind of falter and end up pointed right at him, and he just his face starts to stretch and smear as it's just pulled right into this machine, and he's gone. Tinsel, you have the opportunity to knit this stocking. A stocking you're sure will be able to contain the naughtiness that is Krampus, for it is of his own magics. So I'm going to knit up the stocking really fast, and he's pretty much laying on the floor tripped over the snow globes, right? For the moment. I'm going to try to sack him with it. I'm going to try to pull it over his head to kind of contain him. If you want to go ahead and give me your roll to knit this thing up, it'll definitely be three dice, for you are very prepared. Yeah, suck it to him. Ugh. (laughs) Now, is that a naughty or a nice thing? Because it's not very nice to put stuff over somebody's head. Uh, That could definitely be a naughty thing. Okay, there we go. And I got my my number, which is three. So, Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas! Yes! So, you're going to get this, uh, what should we call it? You're not going to be able to get this over his head, but you're going to be able to start getting it up his legs. You've got it to about his waist before he smacks you away. What would you like for your Merry Christmas? Hmm. I want to know why he's doing this, basically. What's in it for him? And why now? Why not last year? So as he hits you away and you're giving him this look as you hold your cheek that is all 
you know, little Krampusy hand palm mark. Real eloquent there. Good job. Um, he's gonna start trying to push this down. It's like you don't understand. This is my time. This is when it was foretold. Nobody believes in Christmas anymore. Now is the time for despair and naughtiness to rule. The Christmas season has overtaken All Hallows Eve. And now things of darkness have power over Christmas. But this is the best time of year. Everybody needs hope around now. Nobody wants hope. All they want are gifts and money and selfishness. It's not about doing nice things for your fellow man. It's about how great you can make yourself seem for everybody else. And he rolls over onto his his chest and stomach and starts trying to push himself up while pulling this stocking down. But it's stuck. What are you guys doing? He's at your break. He's going to whip up another batch of uh, schnapps cookies to shut him up. Sure. We can try the cookie technique. Uh, Goody is going to run over and um, try to get uh, Santa free if he is tied to the chair, I believe you said. He he absolutely is. You could totally try your super cutting action to free Santa. Yes, that's what I would like to do. Three successes and a Merry Christmas on the cookies. Oh, shit. All right, so you super make these cookies and... Krampus stops trying to free himself and then uh, uses his two hands to chase you around the room trying to get these cookies. And yeah, I'm going to keep on dancing just out of sight, you know, just, just out of range, but uh, keep, him, keep him busy so we can get Santa free. Which, um, that's three successes and a Merry Christmas. Yep, it sure is. So you're able to free Santa. And he kind of slumps a little bit onto your uh, your elfiness to to support him. What would you like to know? What is the best way to get Santa back to his old self? Well, as we disclosed earlier, one of the the biggest batteries for Christmas magic is milk and cookies. But sadly, your baker is currently occupied. Could I knit him, like, a comfort blanket to make him feel a little better and maybe help snap him back to himself? To help Santa? Yeah. Uh, you know what would also make sense? His outfit has faded and tattered and has developed tears in it because he's been drained of so much Christmas magic. You could totally help to re-knit his, his Santa uniform, as it were. That okay. I'll do that. Cool. So. Evergreen, you're inside the machine. You're still alive, but you don't have a body at the moment. What do you want to do? Um, I have no clue. I start looking inside the machine for parts of Santa. Ooh, that's a, that's a good thing. So you're going to be able to find like a, uh, a rough outline of Santa and Tinsel, if you want to roll your, your thing. So that would be all three. Yeah. You are definitely an expert at knitting and you are super prepared for knitting with your magical knitting, your knitting needles. And it is a very nice thing to do. It is nicely done. There you go. As Santa is leaning on goody, having been cut free, you just 
knit yourself right into action, and you're just there's a little hole. Do, 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 do. Oh, he's missing some stuffing here. Do, 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 do. And you're just going to town on repairing his outfit. Goody, you feel his weight start to to lift off of you as he's ho 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 feels himself getting stronger. Evergreen inside the machine, you see this schematic outline of Santa as it's hooked up to the machine, but you know that he's not anymore because it's gone blank and hollow, but it's still there. The machine still knows where it wants to draw this power from. What do you do? Um, can I try and change the image to look more like Krampus? You absolutely could try. Now, is that naughty or nice? And I know I'm completely unprepared. Are you unprepared? I know you cut down you cut down trees, but do you also do any wood carving or other craftsmanship? Of course, of course. He's quite the whittler. So you've definitely got experience, so I would probably say you're an expert for changing the, the shape of things. Alright, so not really prepared because it's very on the fly. Yeah. So two dice. Sounds like and two dice. And nice, because I'm making something. One success. Alright. You're able to do it. It doesn't look like a very nice Krampus, but sticking some horns on there, and he is wearing Santa's. So that's probably close enough, right? Of course. But speaking of Krampus, he's actually managed to corner Gingerbread and has once again got him in his clutches and is extending his jaw to eat Gingerbread and all of his cookies whole. Uh, Gingerbread's going to need to turn that cookie platter to the side and use it to prop his mouth open as to uh, avoid getting consumed by the jaws of naughtiness. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a like a nice thing to do to try. Or maybe actually, it's naughty if you're doing action and you're trying to trick him. Uh, that is what I'm doing. All right, but you are definitely an expert at dealing with all things cookies, and you have a cookie tray, so you are prepared. Two successes and a Merry Christmas, apparently. Apparently. What would you like to learn about the situation? Um, I think you've got it pretty well wrapped up. Um, like a gift. Hey. Hey. Uh, I think, um, what would Santa's favorite cookie and milk combination be? I feel like you know what that is. I do. But it is 100%. What? It's totally a plain sugar cookie, baked with love and care. And whole milk, because skim milk is not milk at all. No, it is white water. But you're able to jam this cookie platter in his teeth, and it's like, ah, it's thrashing back and forth. It's like I'm fighting Jaws. <laughs> right? Um, the three of you are free in here. Santa is... Slowly feeling better. Evergreen is trapped in the machine. What are you guys doing? Is there a cookie? Like, because he dumped the cookie tray. Are there any of those sugar cookies laying on the on the ground? Did any of them fall to the ground that I can give one to Santa? Well, they weren't sugar cookies last time he made them. Oh, I thought not. he just. Oh no. Well, so I think the thing to do in this case is he's going to pass the baton over to Goody and Tinsel. So they can use his rolling pin to make the cookies to give to Santa because he's otherwise indisposed. He's just wrestling with this 
Cookie Tray and uh, Krampus, and he's like, use this. Use the force of baking cookies. <laughs> so the rolling rolls over in front of you girls. Do we just wave it? What do we do? I just, just... I believe in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> we'll just pick it up and, and um, just mimic whatever he did when he made his cookies. That's what we'll do. So I'll I'll pick it up and I'll kind of like wave it in the air, unsure of myself, hoping that something comes out of it. Well, the good news is, is this will make you prepared because you have a magical rolling pin that makes cookies. And this is definitely a nice thing as he's fending off the Krampus. So do I roll? Yeah, you got to roll to make some cookies to power up Santa. And that would that be two or three? Do you have any? Why would you be an expert? Tell me about tinsel. I would and not how. be. Sorry, I would not be an expert. Okay. I don't know a damn thing about cookies. <laughs> All right. Sounds like just two dice then. There we go. One success. All right. With one success, you're able to generate these cookies, but it's only a few. And you'll hear a bit of a, a holiday scream from the other side of the room as gingerbread is consumed by Krampus. Oh no, is this because I used your rolling pin? Uh, it's because you only rolled one success, and I get to hit you with some kind of complication, harm, or cost. So Goody's going to uh, grab the cookies that were made and quickly just like give them to Santa to eat? Because maybe he, if he's good, maybe he can fix all of this? So Santa will grab these cookies, or not grab, but He'll ho ho, and then as he's eating, um, he's consuming these cookies, and you can feel him just stand up straighter, and the rosiness returns to his cheek, and his belly starts jiggling like a bowl full of jelly. And as Krampus turns halfway in the sock and looks over at you, you can see fear in his eyes and in his face. And Santa will start to stomp across the room, ho ho ho, and he just grabs Krampus by the head and shoves him down to his neck in this stocking and then holds it up and just shakes his head at him. But wait, Santa, you've got to get Gingerbread out of he's inside Krampus. Gingerbread, you're floating once again in a sea of blackness. There's some cookies in here that are floating around too. You know, I've never had one of these cookies before. I'm going to go ahead and try my own handiwork. All of these years, and you've never eaten your own cookies? One that's with, laced with schnapps? Absolutely not. Schnapps is separate. It's like making cupcakes with rum icing. So a couple of things are going to happen here as Santa picks up Krampus, and he hangs him up on one of the rafters in here, and Krampus is shaking back and forth, but he is contained by the Christmas magic that has gotten too strong now that Santa has been restored to full power. He's going to tap the side of his nose and look at you girls, and he's going to go over and reach for the gingerbread, uh, for gingerbread's rolling pin? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I hand it up to him and say, Santa, it's so good to have you back again. He just reaches down with one hand and tussles your hair, and then he takes the rolling pin, puts it on the ground, and gives it a little push. And gingerbread, you feel yourself being pulled almost teleported out of Krampus's stomach and you find yourself laying on the ground with your rolling pin by your head, having just been restored to not quite your elfy form, 
but you're more of a, a living cookie. Uh, on Dancer, on Comet, on Donner, on Blitzen, Krampus was smelly and his mouth spitty spritzen. He's going to look over to the machine and then approach that and just kind of give it a, a thoughtful stroke of his beard. He's pull down one of the wires, take a deep breath and blow into it. And Evergreen, you're going to feel yourself pushed out of the machine, out of the the sucking portal that out of the vacuum portal that sucked you in and you're just going to appear out here but not as you were you now seem to be made of electricity and are able to just oh goodness that was that was shocking yes and krampus looks no sorry not krampus uh santa looks down at you guys and gets you all together in a great big hug which says, uh, well, it looks like we have a lot of work to do for Christmas. But we'll do it to make sure we save Christmas. And you guys do. You guys totally save Christmas. Do you want to give me a little epilogue for how everything ends for each of your your little elves? Absolutely. So Gingerbread Cookie has returned to the Great Bakery, and uh, he... Uh, Sets a Santa's workshop record for getting the most cookies out in the uh, shortest amount of time. Uh, however, he regretfully has to uh, turn in his apron because now being of cookie, he can't be too close to the ovens because once he does, he starts uh, crisping too much. And so instead, he's going to move towards colder desserts and he's going to start dealing ice cream. Tinsel goes back to the SNS and sits down in the comfy chair and starts knitting again. But luckily, she is the best knitter, so she makes it just in time. You get all the sweaters and socks knitted just in time for Christmas, with an hour to spare, which was too close for her. Goody goes uh, back, and um, now that things are restored, the orders start coming in for gift uh, wrapping. And she works extra hard to make sure that uh, all of it gets done before Christmas Eve and works um, with everyone coordinating and making sure that uh, all the presents are wrapped perfectly, that we didn't cut any corners just because we were running out of time. Evergreen was uh, still, he lost his ax. Santa wasn't able to get it back. Um, so he was told to go down to uh, research and development where they have discovered electric chainsaws. And so now he can have one in each hand to cut his trees down faster. Um, and he was also brought into uh, the um, light testing facilities because he can test lights really easily. Krampus was hung up in the main hall next to the the Christmas tree over top of the fireplace that is actually used as a Santa launching facility for him to shoot up out of the chimney in case of emergencies, like a resupply of the next bag of toys and gifts and things. So he is forced to watch as everybody celebrates being nice and Christmassy all of the time. You will also notice that the spell that he has put over the North Pole that somehow missed four little elves has been broken. And nobody really remembers being naughty or locking people inside of buildings or shutting down production. 
they know that something weird happened. And seeing Krampus here, they know that it was probably his fault. But all of the naughty thoughts from their minds are gone with nothing but niceness. And our last scene is of everybody in that main room. Santa waving goodbye as all of the reindeer are lined up and attached to the sleigh. And he just, ho, 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 off into the night. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Everybody else want to give me a Merry Christmas in there, too? Come on, it's the holiday time. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ugh. <laughs>